On this episode of the Northeast Newscast, we will be speaking with Anna DeJesus, attorney with Legal Aid of Western Missouri. We'll be talking about Anna's unique journey in coming to the United States, her current work with Legal Aid of Western Missouri, and the many services that are offered to the community. My name is Ana Victoria de Jesus, and I am a lawyer in Legal Aid of Western Missouri. Well, welcome. Glad to have you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to um, you. Absolutely. Me. Yeah, of course. Um, so we want to talk to you a little bit today um, because there's a lot of different things that we can offer the community. I want to know a little bit about your story, about coming to Kansas City, uh, your work with legal aid, and really what the community can benefit from Legal Aid of Western Missouri and what services you guys offer. Legal Aid of Western Missouri offer a lot of services. So I do appreciate very much this opportunity to talk to the people that are listening to us in order that they know the different service that we have. To give you an idea, if you have an issue in your house that you're going to be evicted, if you have an abandoned property that is bothering the neighborhood and you want to do something about it, if you're a victim of domestic violence, if you are an immigrant and you want to make your status in the United States legal, if you have economic problems, if you want to divorce, if you have family problems, and on and on. So we definitely offer a variety of service, and the most important thing is they are free. If you have all the things that you need to have in order to be free, so you can just have all those amazing services that Legal Aid offer for all the community. You just need to go, you just need to call, and we are going to help you. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many, I mean, just looking through here, just so many different opportunities and services that people can have. Um, But let's start off with talking about you, because I think you have such a great story and such a unique story, you know, a unique perspective, I think, that you can bring to your position. So tell us a little bit about how you came to the United States. My study, I think, is interesting, Elizabeth, and, and I am very appreciative to have this opportunity to talk to people a little about me more, because I think that people could learn things. Uh, that, that's mm-hmm. my desire, uh, that people know my story, and with my story, maybe they can do something for them. I used to live in Puerto Rico. That's my country. If you guys do not know, it's a territory of the United States. Right. So that means that Puerto Ricans are American citizens, but we are a territory, so we are not a state. There are some mm-hmm. difference, but culturally, it's very different. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a Hispanic country. Everyone there speaks Spanish. That's the formal language. We do have, under the law, the obligation to learn English, but the reality is that no one's learned English. Mm-hmm. So everyone speaks Spanish, and our culture is a Hispanic culture. Also, it's a Caribbean culture because yeah. we live in the Caribbean. The island is in the Caribbean. So we are this small island, uh, and that was my home for 34 years. It was a beautiful place. It's still a beautiful place. But then uh, September 20 of 2017, the Hurricane Maria hit the island. Actually, before the Hurricane Maria, it was the Hurricane Irma, which mm. also hit the island, but right. not as bad as the Hurricane Maria did. Mm-hmm. It was a Category 5 hurricane. And mm-hmm. to give an example to our um, people that are listening to us, a Hurricane Category 5 have 295 mile per hour wind, sustained for six hours. So you guys here in Kansas City have tornadoes and things like that, so you can have an idea yeah. of the damage that that can do. But imagine that amount of wind for six hours sustained. The reality is that 
everything in the island was destroyed by the hurricane. Believe it or not, there's still people right now, today, in Puerto Rico without power. There are still people without water, for example. So it was so destructive that everyone, a lot of people, lost a lot of things. Right. Uh, in my case, I did lose my things too. I have a son. He is amazing. <laughs> His name is Noel. Mm -hmm. And Noel has epilepsy and autism. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, we have to make the decision that Puerto Rico wasn't anymore a place for him to be. You know, he needs some kind of health system that function. And the island was without power. The hospitals was without power. So I try to describe like the apocalypse, like like the end of the world. Yeah. That was was happening there at that time when the hurricane hit the island. With some help, we decide that we need to leave the island. And we did. That is another story to tell, my friend, because we were at the airport for more than eight hours waiting and waiting and hundreds of people were there trying just to leave the island because of yeah. the desperation of what happened. So after a long wait, finally we were able to leave the island and we came to Kansas City. The, all places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to live in the in the middle of the ocean, like I like to say in the in the Caribbean Sea too. And now I live in the middle of the state, uh, <laughs> where where it's very very different. As you guys can imagine, Puerto Ricans are not a, the biggest Hispanic group in Kansas City. So for me, it's been very interesting being here as a Puerto Rican. When I came here, I said, "Well, I'm just gonna be two weeks, and after two weeks, I will be back." That was what I thought at that moment. But the reality is that the things in the island still getting bad and bad. And mm -hmm. it was so difficult that I need to make the decision to stay, basically because of my son. Mm -hmm. And it was the hardest decision ever. Because my entire family is still in the island. My mom, my dad, my brother, everyone's still there. So definitely it was a very, very hard decision to make. But I did it. So I decided, let, let me start over. Let me start from the scratch here. Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes you go through life and you never imagine that those things are going to happen to you. You just live your life and you never think that everything can change in a blink. And yes, things can definitely change in a blink. So I decided to stay. I am a lawyer in Puerto Rico. I studied in the law school in the University of Puerto Rico. And actually, I used to work there. I used to work, for example, in the Supreme Court of Puerto Rico. I used to work in the Department of Agriculture. And before I came here, I used to have my private practice. So now I'm here and I need to start from the scratch. So I decided to take the Missouri Bar, mm -hmm. and I did. Obviously, you know, it was a process. I studied and everything, and I took my bar uh, on July, and thank God I passed <laughs> my bar. I have the news that I passed my bar in September. Thanks to God, I have this job in legal aid of Western Missouri in October. It's not been easy, but I am very appreciative of the different things that life can offer to you. Like we were talking before start this interview, I think that if something I learned with this process is that life can be very hard, but also very beautiful. There is a lot of people here in Kansas City that are being wonderful with me and my son that really want to help and do good and do better. I have a, a very beautiful people that I consider my family here in Kansas City. 
So yes, it's not been easy, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I guess it makes you stronger, like the sun said. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to tell this story, and I again, I am very thankful to you to give me this opportunity, because I think that I can relate with people that came here in struggles, trying to start from the scratch, and mm -hmm. I understand It's not an easy thing to do. It's a very brave thing to do, actually. Yeah. So I want to say to them, uh, first, you know, that they are awesome. And second, that they are not alone, that there mm -hmm. are a lot of people that also live what they're living. You know, we have a lot of people that came to this beautiful country to do better, to work, to try mm -hmm. to help their family. That can be a, a very lonely feeling. And yeah. maybe it's not the same because, you know, I come from a territory I just can grasp what they're living because culturally is different. The right. language is different. Everyone that is listening to me now, they can listen that I have an accent. And it's because this is not my language. Mm -hmm. My first language and formal language is Spanish. So there is a lonely feeling that you have and it's always with you. You learn how to love this. You learn how to love even the weather, believe it or not, <laughs> which is a lot to say. Uh, but, but at the same time, you're always with that feeling. But they are definitely not alone, and I can understand that. And I am here also to let them know that, for example, Legal Aid, which now I am working there, have opportunities to help them, that they have rights, that they have things that they can reach. And so we are here to help each other. You know, mm -hmm. I think life is about that. I did have a lot of help when I came here. So I want to give a little back. So I am here to let them know that if they feel like you have a legal issue or problem, or maybe they don't know what they have, but they understand that maybe legal aid can help, just call. Yeah. And, and we can always try to help or to help the person to find the help they need. Right. That's kind of, in a nutshell, my study. It wasn't an easy one, but now I can talk about it mm -hmm. and I can look back and it feels right to talk about it because I think that that can help people to understand that, that we can do this, you know, yeah. and we are not alone. Well, I think that's an amazing story. Thank and you. I think Brave definitely sums it up a lot. I think you bring a unique perspective to this whole situation. And you did talk about people having rights. And I think there's a large population in the Northeast that are Spanish-speaking communities or are maybe from different countries. And they might feel... Like, they need the services, they need help, but they don't know where to go. So could you possibly speak to them to just let them know maybe what services are offered? Or I know immigration law is one of the services that you offer. I will be happy to do that. I am going to talk to them in Spanish because mm -hmm. it's a beautiful language. Yes. And, I, and I adore to talk in my, in my formal language. Before doing that, I want to tell them and to everyone that are listening to us that definitely their rights to everyone. That's what we do in legal aid of Western Missouri. So that feeling of loneliness, it's, mm -hmm. it's less when you know that you have a group of people that wants to fight for you yeah. and to do the good fight. I like to call us the good lawyers because we do care and we want to change a little of all this madness that we are living in this world mm -hmm. uh, into something positive. So, saludos a todos los que me están escuchando. Mi nombre de nuevo es Ana Victoria de Jesús. Yo soy una abogada de Legal Aid of Western Missouri. Eh, si usted tiene alguna situación de violencia doméstica, alguna situación de que usted es inmigrante y desea poner su estatus su de manera legal, si usted tiene alguna situación que entiende que está en algún tipo de, de problema legal, por favor, sepa que no está solo, primero que nada, 
que hay opciones para usted. En Legal Aid of Western Missouri, nosotros llevamos un sinnúmero de casos que van desde casos de familia, casos que tienen que ver cuando usted lo tienen que sacar de su hogar, casos de propiedades abandonadas, casos de inmigración, un sinnúmero de casos que podemos atenderlo con muchísimo cariño y respeto. Así que, por favor, sepa... Que, que estamos para servirle, nos puede llamar, nuestro número de teléfono es el 816-474-9868 y estamos para servirle, así que por favor sepa que no está solo y sepa que lo podemos ayudar. Wonderful, thank you so much. I think it's very important for them to know really that they can reach out and they can have this opportunity to get the services that they need in any situation that they are in. Let's talk a little bit about your specific role in legal aid and what you do with legal aid. That is very important question. Thank you so much. I work in what we call the EDU or the mm -hmm. Economic Development Unit. That unit, and I'm going to be like very general. Mm -hmm. If someone is interested after hear this conversation, can definitely call Legal Aid of Western Missouri and we can give it more information. I just mm -hmm. don't want to talk about a lot of technicalities. Right. But what we do is, for example, if someone see an abandoned house in a really a bad shape with a lot of trash, weed, or maybe that house has been abandoned but it's now been used for drugs or prostitution or something mm -hmm. that could be considered into criminality, we have a way, a legal way, through the court system, etc., using a law, the majority of the time, called the Abandoned Housing Act, mm -hmm. to obtain that house after a legal process and give it to the neighborhood association, and then the neighborhood association decide to give it to a family or give it to maybe to a community center. There is multiple options to that abandoned property. Mm -hmm. Our experience is that a, a lot of people use it for make new homes. Mm -hmm. And it's so wonderful to see an abandoned house in a very bad shape, like the transformation, how it started becoming a beautiful house. And at the end, it's going to be a home for kids, for a family. And it's just a good feeling that we are helping that family. And also we are helping the community. We are helping economically that the value of the property go up. So it's a good thing too. So overall, it's just a good thing for everyone, for the family, for the community, for the people, for the neighborhood, for everyone. So so again, that is in a nutshell because there is a lot of other procedures that we need to do. But keep in mind, the people that are hearing to us, that if mm -hmm. you see a house in a very bad shape and you know, or at least you have the feeling that the house is abandoned, then you definitely can call legal aid and or you can go to your neighborhood association and talk about that house and mm -hmm. they will reach us. And then we got to start a process to see if that property is appropriate to use the Abandoned Housing Act and then start a process. And who knows, maybe that abandoned house will be an amazing home for some family. I think that's a big issue in our area. We just have so many of these houses that have been abandoned and you have criminal activity or just different things that kind of go on in these abandoned homes that I think a lot of people in the area are very frustrated with. So I think that's very important for people to know that that's an option, um, especially I think a lot of them might even be privately owned. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. But they, they, don't be concerned. If someone is listening to me and you say, ah, but this property is owned by this person that lives far from me, etc. Don't be concerned about that. You just need to know that we have a process that we can help. And that's what we are going to do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
I think you said before we started Indian Mound. You've worked in Indian Mound. Indian is that Mound correct? is one of uh, my clients. Definitely, I, I share that neighborhood with the other lawyer called Brandon Mason, mm-hmm. and we are the lawyers of Indian Mound. Actually, is our client. Like mm-hmm. our clients are the neighborhood. And yes, actually, we have uh, several cases here, and we already have some transformation of those abandoned houses, which is amazing. Yeah. What What are some of those? I cannot tell the address okay, uh, okay. because of confidentiality sure. things, but definitely they are houses that were in a very bad shape, full mm-hmm. of trash, weeds, some of them with homeless people and things like yeah. that. And now they are just becoming beautiful homes for people. Good. So, yeah. Good. So that's definitely an option. It to- is an option. And people that are listening to us don't have have to feel like it's only in Indian Mound. If you are in any other neighborhood and you see something like that, you can always try to reach and who knows, maybe could apply for the Abandoned Housing Act and mm-hmm. we can help. I do also want to talk about a couple of the other services that are offered. Maybe you can touch on those, even though I know that's not your specific department. Family law, consumer law. You guys offer so much healthcare access, mental health care access, migrant farmers. There's just so many things that I feel like people could take advantage of, but they might not be familiar with your services. One of them is domestic violence. So let's kind of talk a little bit about that. Perfect. Domestic violence is in my heart. When I was in Puerto Rico, actually, and I was a student in the law school, I was a paralegal in a domestic violence unit, actually in legal aid Mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. You learn so much also about struggle and about difficulties because there is like this mix between domestic violence and immigration. And it's not like a person that is not an immigrant, you know, cannot have domestic violence. Of course they can. Uh, But what I mean is that sometimes we have immigrants that are not here legal or things like that and they suffer uh, by mm-hmm. an aggressor and they think that they just need to suffer and suffer because they don't have any other option please know that you do have other options mm-hmm. uh, exist federal law that help people like you and exist good people that also wants to help people like you so yes in legal aid of western missouri we have a unit of domestic violence so if you are a victim of domestic violence you can always call us and we help in everything you need we help for example if you are married with a guy or a woman, depending on the situation, that is an aggressor, we can have all the process of divorce, for example. Mm -hmm. We can help with custody issues. We can help with child support issues. We can help with protection order issues. We can be there all the process for you if you are domestic, a victim of domestic violence. So definitely uh, give yourself an opportunity to go out of that terrible stage that could be being in a relationship full of domestic violence. And it's important, I guess, to say to people that we need to remember that domestic violence is not just that someone punch you in the face or, you know, or grab your hair or things like that. It could be much more. It could Mm -hmm. be economically abused. It could be psychologically abused. It's a number of things that you can be suffering and maybe you think, but this, but he don't hit me. He don't do that to me. Please know that this is not the only thing that we can consider domestic Mm -hmm. violence. And if you feel like you are being a victim of that, please call us because we are there to help you. Absolutely. Now, these services are free, correct? They are completely free. Of course, you need to pass a process because we have like requirements from federal law because Mm -hmm. we receive federal funds. So we need to see if the amount of money that you receive in your house Mm -hmm. is the correct amount of money in order to receive our service for free. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have some kind of limitations, of course, but definitely if you feel like you don't receive a lot of money or you are struggling or you just want to check, you know, who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe you can apply and then maybe you can be eligible for those services. And if not, 
we can always help you to find another mm -hmm. lawyer that also could help you yeah. and maybe with a better price, etc. You know, in, in these times that job situation is so difficult, mm -hmm. etc. So definitely, even if you have a job and you feel, ah, I'm not going to apply because I have a job and, you know, it's, they are not going to accept me. Try. Because yeah. maybe we have the opportunity to help you in other ways. So give yeah. yourself the opportunity to go and ask. Very good information. So I know that you offer, and this is not your specific area, but I know that you do offer healthcare access, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, uh, marketplace insurance. So let's talk a little bit about that and how people maybe are not covered, don't have health insurance, what they can get with legal aid. Definitely, like you all said, and I appreciate that caveat, is that I, that is not the area of expertise that I work in legal aid. So uh, I will give general information about mm -hmm. it. I do know that uh, some of the service we offer is helping people to obtain, for example, Medicaid or Social Security, things mm -hmm. like that. Most of our clients in those terms are all people, mm -hmm. people that, that do not have enough money uh, to pay a lawyer and they're elderly. Mm -hmm. So it's in that range, which I think is interesting and very important too. If someone is listening to me and have some issue with Medicare or Social Security or do not have insurance, what I can recommend it to them is please call Legal Aid because that's one of our department of the multiple departments that we have. Mm -hmm. And we have specialized lawyers that will definitely know how to help you. So in this a big variety of things that Legal Aid have, we do have that. So again, if someone that is listening to us feels like I, I don't have a Medicare, what I can do, I need it because I have health issues, know that that is another department in Legal Aid that works exactly with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So there's just really so much here that you offer. And I guess at this point, just really, if you think you need help to contact Legal Aid, if you have an issue, if you, if it's a housing issue, guardianship, healthcare, public benefits, immigration law, domestic violence, like there is this source of help that is out there. And ultimately, you won't really know until you go and talk to somebody. Exactly. And, you know, I see that like like a star. Sometimes uh, when life hit us, we just cannot move. You know, it's just like we are in that place and we don't know what to do. So you can see legal aid like a star. Like maybe this is something that could help me. And if we cannot because of our prohibitions with the federal law or other considerations, we are always going to try to help you in some way in order that you keep walking mm -hmm. and going forward, which is, is the goal in life. And yes, legal aid, like a law firm for civil cases. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, we don't charge any money. This is completely free if you obviously have all the requirements that we need in order to be free. Mm -hmm. But I just feel it's amazing in, in this world. People talk about lawyers and we have fame. <laughs> we have certain <laughs> fame in the community. But we definitely could do a lot of good. And I think Legal Aid of Western Missouri, like I said before, we are the good lawyers because we care and, and we just want to make this world a little better. It's already a very difficult world to live. Mm -hmm. So we are here to help each other and, mm -hmm. and we have the law to do that. So please, again, if you feel you have in your mind, maybe this could be something legal, try it. You know, maybe you, you have a problem in your house that you want to be evicted by your landlord or you are being a victim of domestic violence or you are an immigrant or you saw that property that looks so terrible and you want to do something about it or you want a divorce or, you know, and on and on and on. So please know that you have a law firm for you. 
that is going to be free, that, that wants to help you, and that wants to just make you keep walking and mm -hmm. go through life in a better way. Absolutely. So where can people get information for the services and how to contact you? Yes. Our phone number is 816-474-9868. My extension actually is 4113. Again, my name is Ana de Jesus. You can ask for me, actually. Uh, or anyone there is very helpful. If you don't speak English, we have a lot of people there that speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And actually, if you don't speak Spanish or English, we also can help because we have some people that translate and can help. So don't feel in any way or performance that you are not going to be helped. We are going to do our best to help you the best of our capacities. Absolutely. Well, I think this is great information for everybody in the community. It's just a wide range of topics and services. And so. we can keep, you know, maybe in other programs, etc. We can just talk about each of, of those programs because there are a lot, like you will say, mm -hmm. and the requirements and the different things people will need. This is mm -hmm. just be more general yeah. in order that people know me and know our service. But definitely, if you have the curiosity, you can call uh, or we can keep educating people because uh, that is a good way to start too. Well, I think you have a great story and I think that you're doing great work in the community. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Is there anything that you want to add that I might not have touched on that you think is important for people to um, know? I think we talk a, a lot about very important things. I just, I guess I want to uh, leave with the message that when I talk about my studies, not that, you know, I want to talk about me in the sense just about me. It's just that I think that I can connect with people mm -hmm. that came here from other countries, yeah. from other places, that this is not their culture, that this is not their language. And I can understand how lonely can be that. But at the same time, I, I want to say to them that they are brave, that we are in a very good place, Kansas mm -hmm. City is a beautiful place to live uh, with beautiful people. We need to keep doing more things. We need to keep doing better. But definitely, we can feel home here, too. Mm -hmm. And we can bring our personalities, our culture to this place. And that, it's okay. Diversity is a beautiful thing. And also, they need to know that if they have some legal issues or problems, they are not alone. We are there. We are here in Legal Aid of Western Missouri for all of, of you guys that are listening to us. So please don't feel alone because you guys are not. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank it's been you, a pleasure. It's, it's been amazing. Thank Wonderful. you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was Anna DeJesus, attorney with Legal Aid of Western Missouri. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Elizabeth Orozco.